Trash episode number 203, Hawkin by the Truman Brothers. My name is Eric. And I go by Jason. Do you now? I do. Since when? <laughs> since the late 70s? Not very. <laughs> I go by Jace a lot at Mavericks because uh, for some reason, like a dozen people think, think that's like a, like a, a proper nickname. Uh, yeah, like a shortened version of my name. They're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever corrected any of them? You know, it's my fault because I haven't, but it never bothered me until like two or three years ago when a, a very popular magic card came out called Jace. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, it's kind of bothered me. Yeah. But it's like I opened the door for it by not saying anything for like years to most of them. Right. So I can't really now be like, yeah, I think you can. Maybe if I explain the story, like... Uh, you can just say, my name's Jason. People call me Jason. They're like, but I've been calling you Jace for years, Jace. And you can say, yeah, I've uh, never liked it. Yeah. Perhaps I will. Yeah. Um, I will occasionally refer to you as Jay, mm-hmm. which is the proper shortening of Jason, I think. Now, is it just the letter J, or is this a J-A? Uh, depends. Uh, I've done both ways. Yeah, okay. Uh, but also never to your face, only when corresponding with other people, and I just don't feel like typing out your full name. Uh, right, yeah, just like the letter J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's like those, uh, love letters were signed and, uh, yeah. you know, and it's uh, very romantic. Yeah, oh, if I ever talk to you. Uh, and for whatever reason I have to actually say your name, right. uh, I'm going to say Jason, because that is your name, and as far as I know, what you prefer to go by. I really appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know a guy uh, named Christopher, more on him later, uh, <laughs> and he goes by Christopher, Okay. and he does not like being called Chris, because uh, I, I think he went by Chris when he was younger, mm-hmm. and now he's like trying to be like, you know, I'm not that kid anymore, I mean, Christopher. Right. Know? And people don't like saying Christopher because there's like those extra two syllables. Right, right. And, just, and also, I'm going to say this, uh, I would say the majority of the people with the name Christopher generally go by Chris. They do go by Chris. Yeah. Most of them do. I would say 99% of them do. Uh, the ones I've met, I would say so. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, I respect that. Whatever their preference is. Right, same name. Exactly. Uh, I did have a friend named Chris who I would occasionally call Christopher, and he would get very upset at me. Really? Yeah. These two should get in the room together. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had another friend who uh, was named Chris, and I would call Christopher, and he would also get upset at me because his name was not Christopher. Oh. Uh, His legal name was Chris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you were like... That'd be like if you called me Jasonifat. Right, yeah. You know, you're just like adding things that don't need to be there. <laughs> like you're trying to be, uh, you know, respectful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Name Talk. <laughs> My name's Eric. There's no shortening or expansion of it. I'm Jace. <laughs> the Mind Sculptor. That's his full name. <laughs> See, I bet he doesn't even like being called Jace. He's like, I'm Jace the Mind Sculptor. Don't call me Jace. <laughs> Is it uh, J-A-C-E? Yeah. Uh, uh, the warrior. Yeah, when I was a kid, I... I I really liked him because I thought his name... Because they always said Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. Right. And I thought his name was Jason. The Wheeled, the Wheeled Warrior. Warrior, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, his name is Jason. He's got skunk hair. I love him. <laughs> what did you ever feel about the Argonauts? Uh, I, I kind of liked the same thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of a narcissistic uh, you know, <laughs> respect. Yeah, how about you? Did you have any big Eric cartoons? There, no. There's no popular big thing. Nope. With the guy named Eric. Mm -mm. Eric Estrada, he was Ponch. Yeah, but uh, he also spells his name wrong. Uh, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing. Hmm. Um, Wasn't one of the characters on the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon named Eric? Got me. I'm pretty sure it was. Never watched it, apparently, neither did any of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. But anyway, right. we weren't friends then. No. Uh, yeah, I can't recall any, uh, anything like that. Um, in junior high, I got uh, uh, Eric the Viking, or uh, Eric the half -Bee. What's that? It's a Monty Python skit. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Uh, maybe, uh. Maybe no. I'll, no. Not fun. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a nickname as a kid? Nope. Probably don't want to go to it if you did. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not. Was, uh, my name wasn't, uh. Yeah, yeah me neither. Yeah. They called me Skinny, because I used to be really skinny. Yeah. But, uh, for a short while in high school, uh, a couple of my friends called me Guido. Because I, I wore a fedora for a while. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm a giant, tan, you know, looking <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's cool. I won't call you that. But I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it was also partially due to my love of the character from X Factor. Oh, uh, strong guy. Yeah. yeah. I can't go around this one. Nope. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> oh, we learned so much today. So oh, we have. It's so informative. Yeah. Just never about the thing we're supposed to be informative about. <laughs> well, I guess we could talk about it. Why not? I mean, like, technically, that's why we're here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hawking the comic book mm -hmm. by Benjamin Truman and Timothy Truman. Who, uh, up until last week, I had no idea that there was a Benjamin Truman. Oh, yeah. I I don't know that I've ever read anything by him, but I, I feel like I've heard the name before. Because yeah. yeah. I'm used to Tim Truman working either by himself or with Joe R. Lansdale. Uh, him or, uh, I think, John Ostrander? Oh, uh, did they? they yeah. They've teamed up yeah, quite a few times. Right. Yeah. That sounds right. But yeah, the, those are... I'd say the typical uh, Tim Truman comics that we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. uh, Conan for a while. So, so 
Tim did? Yeah. He was working with somebody, but he wasn't doing the arts. Wow, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. That was after uh, Kurt Busick left. That's when Conan found a six-shooter and was hanging out in the Wild West a lot. <laughs> yep. Serpent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I... <laughs> you want to, maybe, we can just describe the story first before, oh, before we get into sure. liking or disliking. All right. You, you want to? You want to? Uh... I'll get into it. As I say, you you read it more recently than me. You probably remember the nuances. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a story. It takes place in the old west. Uh, it's a story of vengeance and uh, retribution. Uh, a man by the name of uh, Kitchell Hawken is uh, essentially tortured and left for dead in the middle of the desert, and uh, he survived. And uh, now he's uh, gunning for the guys who did it to him. Uh, and he also happens to have the soul of every person he has ever slain following him on yeah. his adventures. <laughs> and he can hear them. And converse with see them. them, right. Yep. Yeah. But no one else can. All right. Yeah, I think that was a really neat added uh, element to it. Sure. Kind of made it a spookier, kind of ghost story kind of thing going on, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, when I... Well, because I flipped through the first issue and then I saw dead people, so I just automatically assumed it was zombies. Right. Just because you know, I had no context for it, and you know that's what all the kids do these days. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so I was I was glad that it was not zombies. Uh, but my first thought uh, was that uh, uh, that was uh, that was the the gimmick behind. Hellblazer for, for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, John Constantine, followed by the, uh, all the, the souls of the people who have, uh, you know, not died by his hand, but died due to his fuck-ups and machinations. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Similar. Yeah, yeah similar. Yeah. Uh, also, a little bit of rescue me there, too. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um... So, yeah, so, um, I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of? Yeah. 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 It, uh, it, it, was, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I'd, I'd want to read an, another one. You mean, like, if another series? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I think when it started out, I think it was supposed to be ongoing. Um, because, I mean, it doesn't say on any of the covers... Uh, like it's not confusing like the Punisher miniseries, but I mean, <laughs> sometimes they actually say one of six or something. Right. But um, I don't think IDW does it. No, they don't. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, uh, I don't think it sold very well. I couldn't imagine it would. Because uh, first of all, it's black and white. Right. It's um, a western. It's a western. Yeah, right. It's by a uh, creator who uh, I mean, you know, hit his peak probably you know twenty years ago. At least pop- in popularity. In popularity, yeah. 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 And uh, honestly, I had never heard of it until you uh, picked it. Okay. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we were, I think we ordered, because it's six issues, and I think we ordered like five number ones, and, you know, five number twos, but then by the time we ordered number three, we realized we'd only sold one number one. Right. So we cut our order down to like two, two right. from there on out, and, uh, and we finally did get a guy that, 
like kind of picked up on it and we bought all you know one of each so at least i think all we have is a number one and a number two but um it did not yeah it was not a not a popular sell um but yeah that doesn't mean anything here then that's true uh but yeah it was a solid story it was, it was certainly drawn pretty well in most places yeah <coughs> most places uh -oh. Uh, towards the last couple of issues, it felt, it looked rushed. Oh, really? Yeah, it just, uh, like, the, the first couple of issues are definitely very clean and pristine. Yeah. And then by the end, it seemed like it was just sort of, like, hurry up and let's get to the end maybe, kind of thing. Maybe, maybe, yeah, they, they had shit to do. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Like, I agree, it's not something, like, you read the story and you're like, oh my god, what an amazing, amazing thing, but... Right. But... But, I mean, I swear, like, like, I was reading the fourth issue, and I can remember exactly where I was sitting, and, uh, and, and I was, like, you know, reading it, and I realized I was reading the fourth of the six issues, and I was really disappointed that I was already on number four. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, man, I wish there was, like, eight more of these. Uh, um, I did not feel that way. Yeah, I felt actually that uh, it stripped down a little too long. Really? Yeah. Like it should have been like a three or four issue thing? Yeah, four issues at most. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I, I really dug it. I mean, like, at least they had enough, like, kind of characters wandering in and out of the story that it wasn't just like him and like, you know, one little gang and like, right. they're just battling for six issues. It was like, there's like three or four different elements all sort of, you know, right. double crossing each other and all trying to get their revenge on Kitchell or, or and vice versa. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I just, uh, I don't know, I, I felt like it was a little repetitive after a while. Just, you know, Hawking would show up in a town, kill a bunch of people, you know, you'd torture someone <laughs> to get some information and then move on to the next town. Right. And, uh, it was uh, it was a little video game-ish in, uh, in that manner. So I think it could have been trimmed down a little bit. I got you. Uh, there was uh, one part that uh, that I felt was almost entirely unnecessary. Uh, I don't know how I, I feel about talking about it yet. I think you haven't spoiled it. Okay. I going to read this. Uh, <laughs> you can't even find it. <laughs> <laughs> this was printed to order, probably. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, uh, I think it was in the, the third issue? Maybe the fourth? Is, is it the little uh, glass tubes with the creatures? Yes. I figured that's what you were going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hawkins gets sent on this uh, sort of errand uh, to find a box, like in a, in a train wreck. And, uh, yeah, he, he finds this, this box that he's supposed to look for, and he opens it, and there's uh, little mer creatures inside of it. Yeah, like uh, a female and a male. Yeah. And, uh, it's bizarre. And, uh, like, when I got to that page, I was like, well, the story just took a turn. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. Right. And it didn't go anywhere. No. <laughs> like, yeah, they, like, I, I kept expecting them to kind of play a bigger part. And they did sort of, like, there was a scene where they, like, affected the story later. Right. But it, it could have been done with any non-sci-fi-ish kind of element. Yep. And it's like they really, yeah, they like threw in this thing. Uh, what I was thinking though, because like you said, you described them as little nerd people. Right. I was wondering if, because a lot of this 
feels like a uh, like a love letter to comics and particularly to the comics they grew up reading. Right. Like even on the very last page, they they say dedicated to Joe Kubert and you know like right. two other like Jordy Brene or somebody. I think it's uh, John Severin, Joe Kubert's. And uh, Jean Girard. Oh, yeah. Movies. But I was wondering if... Look, because they all died in the past year. Right. right. <laughs> but, I, but I thought maybe like those were supposed to be sea monkeys from old comics. Like it was like... Because <laughs> they kind of look like a, a, a grotesque version of the sea monkeys. Uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so I don't know if I... I don't know. I mean, but yeah, it was, that, that was the only part I was like, huh, it's weird that they would bother putting that in there. Right. I mean, yeah, I think it would be different if, uh, like, if that did mark, like, a major turn in tone for the book. All right. But but it didn't. Like, like, it just sort of, it was there, and it never really paid off. The only thing, maybe, is, uh, like, because Kitchell says, uh, I thought I'd seen everything. Right. When he sees this, and, like, you know, he is an old, old, old man, and, like, maybe, like, that was, like, some sort of revelation for him, was, you know. But, right. it, but it didn't seem like it's not like he mentioned it later, like, wow, I, I'm going to start and turn over a new leaf. Right. Because of those fucking sea monkeys. <laughs> he didn't say anything. But, yeah, that, that was that was strange. Maybe they, what, what if they would have done, like, Pulp Fiction style where they just wouldn't have shown what was in the box? Do you think that would have worked? That probably would have worked better, yeah. Because, yeah, because yeah, uh, the... Basically, the only real payoff to them comes at the very end, uh, and I think that entire ending could have been done the same way without that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't... Uh, We're not purposely being vague, it's just like, we don't want to spoil exactly what those sea monkeys did. Right, yeah. But it could have been a dog or a, a horse fly. Yeah, right. It could have been anything. Yep. It didn't have to be sci-fi sea monkeys. <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, because even the ghost part uh, is, is acceptable, because it could just be he's uh, crazy. Yeah. Or he's just, that that's his guilt, you know. And right, exactly. You know, it doesn't have to actually be a supernatural thing, especially since they never interact with anything other than him. Yeah. You know. Uh, Kitchell, so, Kitchell just says, I see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And do you think he goes by Kitchy when he was a kid? <laughs> Probably not. He gets pissed off when people call him Kitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think you were maybe saying something. Oh, I that. I can't remember. I cannot remember. Oh, sea monkeys? Uh, something about sea monkeys. Uh, the part where uh, he... Uh, Sells grit to us. Tearing enough money to buy a submarine. <laughs> that was really good. Then <laughs> uh, you turned into Charles Atlas. Yeah. yeah and kick, kick sand in that bully's face. <laughs> good for you, Kitchy. And then that bully started following him. That's not a spoiler, the ghost thing, because that's like four panels in the oh, book, yeah, so yeah. don't worry about that. Um, um, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it's a solid, fun story. Uh, it's, it's, you know, a, a fun little revenge you know, yeah. tale. Uh, you 
know, it, it doesn't have a definitive ending though, so they're, they're clearly planning on having more. I would like to. See, I would definitely pick up another one. Yeah. And like you know, it's weird because I I've loved Tim Truman's art since I was well, air quotes a kid. I mean, I was probably like thirteen right. when I started reading those Jonah X books that he did in yeah. the nineties, and those were awesome. Like I loved them because they were like kind of gritty, um, and like just they had like this kind of almost a horror feel to them. Because right. I mean, there was always something fucked up and gross going on. Jorah Land, so yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. So I totally loved his art, but. I don't think I would have bought this if it hadn't been in black and white because the art, the black and white, really makes his art pop and like you can see everything so much clearer. I agree. Uh, I I have issues with the art in some places in this book, um, and I I think it's actually mostly due to production. Uh, like, because there are some, like, most of it is, is gorgeous, and it's, like, so detailed and, and clean and just, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, and then there's, like, you know, gray tones highlighting certain aspects of it, right. uh, and, and, it, and it looks nice, but then, like, it's hard to see in this one, so it may not even be here, but, like, in definite later issues, uh, I'm not going to talk about that one yet, because I do have a point about that. Yeah. Uh, you're flipping in the first issue. But, uh, like, in the, the last issue, like, some of the blacks, like, they're not black. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, like, it's almost like they're... Like, like I, I would compare it to what I, uh, I used to draw with, uh, I used to have, like, this type of pen that I loved to use, uh, whenever I would draw, mm-hmm. and, but then, like, after, like, two months, like, the paper and the pen would both start turning yellow. Oh, weird. And, uh, like, uh, microns are the worst. Uh, so... A lot of this looks like it was inked with uh, like microns, and then they forgot to scan it in immediately. And then uh, they lost something. Yeah, like like it really does look like that some places. I see. I didn't notice that. I yeah. did notice something about this one. I won't say yet in case it's the same thing that. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same thing. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about that. Then. Okay. Uh, so the first issue, like, because uh, uh, I read the first issue uh, that last Sunday when you gave it to me, and I really enjoyed it. I was like, alright, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into this book. Uh, and it partially has to do with the, the production of the book. Yeah. The, the cover is like a nice, uh, it's got like a, it's not a cardstock cover, which I guess these aren't either, but IDW, that's usually what I consider them. Right. But, uh, uh, the, it's the, it's kind of pulpy feeling. The 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 inside and the the covers are all they're they're matte uh, paper, and so it looks nice. It prints nice. Uh, like the grays in this are gorgeous. The blacks are gorgeous. Uh, it, it just feels good. Right. And then the rest of the series is published <laughs> on uh, glossy paper. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely like the I like the matte. But paper better. Yeah, me 
YouTube. And I'm going to bet, because the trade paperback comes out in like a month, I bet it's all going to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Why would they do only the first issue like that? Maybe, is it a cost thing? You, you would think, like, this would be cheaper, actually. You know? You would, but uh, sometimes it's not. Really? Yeah. yeah. First issue, like, yeah, I really wish that the rest of the series had been printed the same way. Well, I'm wondering, too, because there's something else different about the first issue, or at least something I noticed in the first one that I didn't notice in the other ones. Um, maybe that was a reason that they tweaked uh, how they did it, but I, I can't think of I can't think of what panel it's in. We don't have a real bright overhead light here, right. but I saw some pencil lines in the first issue because uh, like everything is like like you said gray tones, right. and uh, I think when they when they scanned it, I mean, and I don't I don't mean like you know some details on the guy's wrinkles or right, his face like underdrawing. Yeah, yeah. I did notice it in the, some of the other issues. Okay. Uh, especially towards the end, like I said, it looks like it was uh, like the art was rushed at, in places. Right. So yeah, you can definitely tell that there, there are places where the pencils weren't erased fully or right. just got rid of. I kind of liked that, but I mean, like, it wasn't. It didn't take me out of anything. It just kind of right. like made me love the art a little bit more. Um, but yeah, yeah, the art, the art is, I'd say it's, I think it's by far my favorite Tim Truman art, mm -hmm. um, but I think it is mostly just because it's black and white and it just looks so much better. Yeah. Uh, this is a story I think that definitely uh, was better off than black and white anyway. Right. The yeah. color kind of would have ruined it, especially when more people show up. <laughs> right. Because I would imagine, I imagine them that they're green and like really bright pink. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Green, green fishy tails and bright pink skin. Right. And uh, like, uh, yeah, this is uh, like if this book couldn't be in black and white, it should definitely have been in sepia tone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It is. It is a. It is a pulp western. Yeah. With, with some horror. Yeah. A little horror. Mm -hmm. Minor. Yeah. Right. School. Yeah, it was solid. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna having said all that. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna sell it right. because uh, I decided to sell like eighty percent of my comics. Right. So that's not like you know that's not a uh, you know slide on it at all. Like right. uh, I think it's definitely worth reading. But uh, and it was fun. Like it's not like essential Alan Moore style no, graphic yeah. novel influential literature. But yeah, it was really fun. I don't think anything we've ever read is. No. Um, there's been one or two. Incredible that, change about yeah. yeah. No, I was including <laughs> that in the one or two. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'll buy a next series if they do another one. Right. So let's go for that. Right. Cool. Yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah. Right. Take a break. Sweet.
Components to uh, the usual get a trash record. Chauncey? Uh, Chauncey's still over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. He's working. He's still working. Yeah, it's, it's October, but he's, he's still doing his job because for some reason it got really warm today. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm missing my computer. Mm-hmm. We're recording off my laptop right now, which is a fine substitute, but uh, I miss the. Uh, just the big old tower van here. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like, you know, you know like you're uh, vulnerable? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I also feel like uh, there's a vital part of my life that is just missing right now. Aw. Oh. That is uh, my trusty PC. It's dying. With a small possibility that it can be fixed, but uh, well, I hope so. I hope it comes back. It's currently at the PC hospital, so. Oh wow! Yeah. Another one. Oh yeah. Hmm. So let's just hope that the laptop holds out until I can get that back. It seems pretty solid. It's doing all right. It's doing fine. And it's a Mac. Nothing ever goes wrong with a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. What you been up to this week? <laughs> well, I do have a little bit of a story. Hey. <laughs> um, as I think I mentioned, maybe? I don't know. Maybe I just mentioned to you. I don't know if it was on here. I can't remember. But, uh, there's a comic book artist named 
Franklin Christopher Ware. He goes by Christopher. He doesn't go by Frankie. No, no, not Christopher. No, no, Christopher. He just goes by Christopher. <laughs> that is weird. You think he would go by Christopher? Anybody? Yeah. Huh. No. But uh, I'm I'm a fan, and uh, a few months ago, a friend of mine named Jeff, who lives in Columbus, told me because he, he works at CCAD, and he said, "Hey, the, you know, the school is going to have Chris Ware come, and uh, he's going to do a little talk, and uh, and uh, we're going to have some of his artwork hanging up, and he'll talk about it, and then for like a week it'll hang up. So you should definitely come up." And I completely forgot about it until the day that Christopher Christopher Ware just, Chris Ware was going to be there. Our friend Pat called me and said, "Hey, are you coming up tonight? Chris Ware is going to talk tonight." And I was like, "Oh, shit, I totally forgot. No, I can't." And then uh, I said, "But I'll definitely make it up for the exhibit because holy shit, do I want to look at his original art?" Um, and, like I've actually met him uh, and I've read all of his comics, but I've, I've never seen a piece of his original art in person. I've seen some really nice scans online, but you know, no, no originals. So I was super, super, super stoked. And uh, I, like, when we were doing that thing at the Art Institute, I met a guy named Christopher, who also loves Chris Baird. And I told him about it. He hadn't, he hadn't heard. And um, I, said, I said, hey, why don't we ride up there together and check out his art? And so the day before... Like, it, it was running through the 12th. It was like the 5th through the 12th. Mm -hmm. um, and so, the 12th was Friday. So, on Thursday, um, the 11th, we decided to drive up there and, and take a look. And so, um, we did that. And when we got to Columbus, which, you know, I, I mean, it's over an hour drive, you know. Roughly, yeah. <clears throat> it's not, not like a skip down the road, but no, it's not okay. terribly. But we got what I drive every day down south. Yeah. Yeah. Do your work. But you get paid to do that. And you have to take a day off work to do that. That's true. <laughs> um, you didn't have to work that day. I, did, I do the volunteer work. You do volunteer work. So I did have to take You didn't off. get paid right. to be there that day. That's true. You didn't have to be there. But uh, so anyway, we, we drove up there and we went to the, the uh, museum. When I walk in, and there's like no information desk or anything there, it's just like office buildings on the bottom floor, and then like a hallway to an exhibit. And so we like looked around and, and then we're like, well, let's just go through this exhibit, maybe it's through here. And so we walk through, and there's like all this like very bizarre sculpture. Like there's this giant, like little red riding hood cloak, like just the cloak, and then it's like on this scaffolder, <clears throat> and then around the corner is like this giant face, just this creepy man face, and we're like, oh, that's weird, and, and around another corner was, uh, my favorite piece was, like, these three faceless businessmen, like, all you could tell was that they had neckties on, and they were, like, dancing in a very symmetrical, like, you know, very, like, orchestrated, you know, pose, and they were all clinking uh, coffee cups together in the center, and it was just weird, and I was like, oh, this is weird, and so we got through that exhibit, and we're like, that's... It's not in here anywhere. And so we, we looked around, and there was a sign up that said, you know, Chris Ware exhibit through the 12th here. Yay! And you know, we were like, well, where is it at? And so <coughs> the only living person we could find was this lady in the admissions office. And we went in there, and we were like, hey, sorry to bug you, but we can't find the Chris Ware exhibit. And she's like, oh, it's right through that door in there. And we're like, oh, sweet. And she pointed the way. And we, we walk in there, 
and then like we walk over to this door that she points at around the corner, and there's this like these two like this like sawhorse in front of it that says exhibit closed for installation, and we're like what? And so Christopher's like, well, let's just go on it anyway. And we like went around it, and we walk in and like you walk this little portal that's in this you know like I don't know, a room like three times the size of the office room, and and you look on the wall and it's like all these empty spaces. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. Because you could tell that very recently there had been tons of stuff hanging there because, like, there's, like, <laughs> dust outlines and, like, right. you know, like, little sticky spots, you know? Right. And then, like, I look over at the wall and you can see, you know, like, whenever a business goes out of business but uh, and they take down their sign, but you can still sort of make out the letters that were on the yeah. wall? <laughs> it was like that. I mean, you could read Chris, or, like, you could read, like, every, like, second letter. Right. It's it like, Chris Ware, Jimmy Corrigan, but it's all, like, removed and, like, you know, like, scratched. <laughs> and we could make out most of those letters. And I was like, uh, what? So we went back to the admissions lady and we're like, yeah, it's, uh, it's empty. And she was like, what? And she was like, oh, maybe they moved it to the other gallery. We have one bigger gallery upstairs. And we're like, oh, duh, yeah, awesome. And so she got in the elevator with us and, like, let us up to the other gallery. And she's like, yeah, that's probably what happens. Sometimes, like, if something's really popular, if they have more artwork than they think, you know, they put it in this exhibit, and it's, you know, it's a bigger gallery. And the elevator doors open, and we all walk out, and, like, she just, like, stops. And, like, it's this big empty room, and, and she looks back at us, and she goes, she's, that's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's seriously what she said. She's like, well, that's all I got. <laughs> And so we, <clears throat> me and Christopher just kind of looked at each other and walked down the stairs and walked outside and just stood there in silence for a few seconds and and, <laughs> and we were just stunned with disappointment. Wow. Because it, like, I guess it ended like a day and a half before it was scheduled to. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really was. That sucks. And so... I, when I got home, I did something I heard they would do. I don't, I'm not much of a complainer. Right. I'm like a, I'm a Rolling Stones, buddy. <laughs> but uh, I went to their website and I was like, well, and, you know, I looked at their website like Wednesday to get directions. Right. But I was like, oh shit, I didn't think to look at their website Thursday. Maybe it says like, oh, we, we had to, you know, there was a scheduling thing and we had to, sorry, you know. Right. But I looked at their website and it still was saying like, it's through the 12th, you know, like on the main page. And, uh, and there was a phone number at the bottom, like a contact thing. So I, I called, and I expressed my frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not something I usually do. I, I refrain from the expletives. Well, that's good. But I did mention, like, you know, the, the time we spent and the miles we drove and, like, right. how excited we both were and, like, how in the future maybe it would be a good <laughs> idea to let people know on their website, you know, at least... At least that, if they have to change it the last minute. Right. Well, did they give you an explanation of what happened? That was on their voicemail. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, no. so, no. So, you haven't actually talked to anyone? No, but I, I, well, I did email my friend who works at CCAD, and I told him, I was like, hey, you know, that was kind of a bummer. And he's like, well, that's weird. And he's like, you yeah, know, I have no idea why, that, you know, why they would have taken it down, but he's not really in charge of like, right. the hanging stuff, so... But Pat, uh, I told him too, yeah. and uh, he said he would do a little investigating. So yeah, he got back to. I bet he never does. Who's <laughs> <This is> Pat? 
It took him. It took me like five times reminding him to do the uh, seven-second greeting that he left us for the uh, 200th episode Perfect. of the Trash. Well, he's got a lot on his plate. <clears throat> he's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still betting on Pat. He's gonna find out. He's gonna get the skinny. <laughs> maybe, maybe Chris Ware uh, just said, "Fuck this! I'm taking this all home." Yeah, he's like, "I can sell some of this on eBay." <laughs> Buy some Halloween candy. <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't a complete loss, though, because I'd, I'd never been to the Lock and Ogre. And uh, we were like, well, we're here. You want to, like, look around Columbus? And he'd never been there either, so we just kind of drove around. <clears throat> and we went to the Lock and Ogre, which, you know, I've heard of for years. And right. it was a cool shop. I mean, collectively, we only spent $3 there, so, <laughs> you know, we didn't exactly... I know we didn't go there prepared to buy stuff. Right. We just thought we were looking at free artwork. Right. Uh, at least the exhibit was free. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. That's, uh, especially, like, if you had to pay well, even before you entered the right. building. yeah. Oh, man, I would have oh. been fucking furious. Oh, that would have been bad. I'd have been fucking furious if I'd have been in your situation. I probably would have let someone know. You, you, I mean, seriously, like, you don't know how excited I was. I was like... Oh, I can imagine. I was telling everybody all week, like, I'm not! Yeah. You know, I was like, couldn't even... Speak speak it straight and like and then like it happened to coincide with his new book Building Stories came out this week right. and I looked at that the night before we left because it came out Wednesday and like right. I had it in my hands and like you know Thursday morning I was like oh, I was still in this roller coaster ride of looking at, all, at that all night and I was like oh man yeah and like thinking about it now I'm getting a little pissed off again that's <laughs> ah, bullshit man I'm sorry it's <laughs> alright one of these days I'll and I figured, too, I was like, maybe it's a traveling thing, so I'm going to try to, like, like, I haven't looked yet, because I've just, the, the wind is in right. my sails. But I'm going to see if it maybe is in Cincinnati or Indianapolis or somewhere, and maybe it's going to different, you know, museums or something. Right. Probably not. <laughs> he probably took it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, it was, I still had a good time. Well, so, it's good. Yeah. yeah. At least I can go by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that would have been even more crushing. Yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't have went to live in every. I would have just driven no, or into a river. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, you know that's pretty much that's pretty much all I've done this week. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear. It. <laughs> how, about, how about you? Anything fun? I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I want to. Uh, I've I've uh, I've gotten up to some some stupid mischief. What? Yeah. You? And <laughs> been way more proud of it than uh, any person should ever have the right to be. Alright. Uh, it all started when uh, I was at work, and. Um, I went down to the snack machines, which is on the, the ground floor of the, the, the building I work in. And then uh, we, we our offices off the top floor. Uh, and usually, like, uh, I'll grab a snack and then I'll want to go outside and just, like, sit outside for a while, since uh, it's usually incredibly uncomfortable in my office and I like to get a little bit of fresh air every now and then. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so I was heading down to the... Uh, the stairwell that leads outdoors uh, after I grabbed my snack, and I was walking down this hall, 
and um, there's empty offices in, in throughout the entire building. And uh, there was this one that uh, had a glass door, and you could see into it, and I could see that it was uh, completely empty. And I don't know what compelled me at all, but uh, I tried the doorknob, and the door opened. And I was like, oh, I'm going to walk in, because who the hell's going to stop me? <laughs> and uh, so I walked in, and... Uh, there was like uh, two sub offices within the office, and like the, the front room was like a reception area of sorts. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a, a couch and some tables in there. So I, uh, I sat down on the couch and stretched out and uh, ate my snack. Nice. And uh, just uh, really enjoyed myself in there for, for a couple minutes. And then. Uh, Wait, what does that mean? I uh, just uh, enjoyed being alone <laughs> okay. and, uh, and having a snack and, and not being bothered by anyone and sitting on a couch, a comfy couch. That sounds nice. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty nice. And then I decided to uh, just fuck with things in the office. And uh, I moved all the furniture around. And then I wound up uh, playing with the blinds and then turning the light on in one of the offices and uh, closing the door. And then uh, I took the painting that was on the wall and I moved it. Uh, <laughs> and then I left. Oh, it's also big and steel band. No, no, I just uh, moved it from the wall down to another place. Uh, yeah, I'm not damaging anything. I'm uh, not uh, sealing anything. I'm just uh, just being ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've since done it like four days in a row. <laughs> That's awesome. And we'll probably continue to do so until uh, the door is locked. So some someday, you, you think someone comes in there like once a day, or just like hardly ever at all? No, never at all. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's an empty office. Okay. There, there is uh, like a, other than the furniture, there is nothing in there. There is no desk. There are no phones. There, uh, there is nothing. I think maybe like someone was coming in once a morning and going, "Damn, we have office imps." Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> So, unless, unless someone is coming in there to nap on the couch, yeah, there is nothing else to be done in that office. It's uh, awesome, uh, and it's it's a completely dumb, dumb thing, and I'm so proud of myself yeah. for doing it. <laughs> you know, sometimes those are the best kinds of fun. Yeah, you know, dumb fun. Yeah, and isn't there something great about being somewhere when you're not supposed to? Be? Oh yeah, and like and not. Like, it's not some place that people aren't supposed to be, but it's a time when you're not supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. Or a situation. Oh, yeah, it's something, all of that. Yeah. Something great about that. Like, I remember when I was in high school, one of my friends worked at a Little Caesars, and, uh, and she had a key to it, and we would all just hang out there huh? at night. You know, just like, I mean, we weren't, like, drinking or having sex or smoking drugs. We were just hanging out. Oh, yeah. Eating, you know. Well, uh, when I worked at the movie theater, like, uh, you know, we would, uh, we would, uh, you know, after that close, you know, we would uh, clean up everything, and then sometimes we would just hang out in the lobby until three in the morning. Right. You know, and uh, even, because, uh, like, you know, on Thursday nights, uh, you know, they would have to preview all the movies coming out to make sure that they all worked. Oh, right. So, like, you know, we would have to watch the movies occasionally to, uh, you know, make sure that they were good. And we, so we would do that and stay there until like five in the morning watching movies. Or uh, even, you know, uh, there were a couple of times, like, uh, <clears throat> like on a, a 
school holiday or whatever. Right. Uh, like, you know, like, the theater would be closed because, you know, it was like in the middle of the school year, so they generally only, they opened at like four. Yeah, right, right. You know, like during the week. Uh, but, you know, we would, uh, like, occasionally I would say, hey, I don't have to, I'm not going to school, you know, um, this Monday I can come in and, you know, do something, you know, in the morning. And so, like, you know, they, the manager would, like, leave me and, like, one other guy a key and say, okay, paint uh, this room. Nice. You know, so we would be there at, like, 10 in the morning and, you know, there would be no one else there. And There's something nice about that. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's like I love my shift where, like, occasionally I'll do paperwork at Mavericks after we close. Right. And I, I don't even turn the lights on. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I leave the one light, like, that's, like, we always leave on at night so, you know, right. we can cop straight and I can tell if there's burglars in there. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, it's just nice. It's like, yeah. It's like being yeah. in a public spot, not during public hours. Yeah. Great. I, uh, when I worked at the ad agency, uh, we, my department was in the basement. Uh, and there was only four of us in there. Uh, we would never turn the lights on. Like, we all had individual lights in our cubicles, and so we would use that. But, like, the, the actual overhead lights for, for the office, the, the, you know, that floor, uh, we would just always leave on. That sounds awesome. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, because we actually had a circuit blow at Mavericks, or it's, it's not, it didn't blow because it actually came back on by itself like two days later. But for, like, a day and a half um, yesterday, uh, uh, one strip of our lights didn't work, and it, like, just set this... Like, I mean, you could still see everything. Oh, yeah. it, was just, it was just dim. Uh, and it had this, like, nice kind of, like, more, like, warm feeling in the yeah. store. Because we have those, like, crappy fluorescent office style yeah, lights. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I actually like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, lights off are nice. Yeah. Uh, I like a good dim lighting. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes in my office, like, if, if, uh, like if my boss doesn't come in or whatever, we'll never turn the lights on on his side of the office and just yeah it's a nice atmosphere oh yeah or if we get there like super early you know and just won't turn the lights on and just work by the, the glow of the computer screen uh, <coughs> just like the pioneers did exactly what's <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah. uh, to go see uh, a movie Saturday uh, want to see a Looper, yeah. the uh, JGL uh, Bruce Willis uh, movie. Nice. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. it uh, I thought uh, I thought I would absolutely love it, and I just I liked it. Right. But, like it wasn't uh, as, as amazing as uh, I think it had been made out to be. But it's solid. It's it's really good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I actually heard this on another review for that movie. Uh, I 100% agree with it. Uh, this is a movie that uh, involves time travel and people with superpowers, and it takes place in the future, and there's even flying cars in it. Um, you're asking us to suspend all of our disbelief that these things can happen, uh, but yet you can't trust us to think that Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis might be the same person. What, why can't they trust you? Because they put prosthetics on uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's face to make him look more like Bruce Willis. Right. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. 
Was it subtle though? No, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, like like he's got that weird broken nose thing that you know Bruce Willis has, and like they patted out his chin and his jawline, and it's it's dumb. Right. Yeah. Nah, that's too bad. Was it digitally? You think, or they? Actually... No, it's actual prosthetics. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't even notice from the trailer. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it is, uh, yeah, you, you could have left him alone. It, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, River Phoenix doesn't look a goddamn thing like Harrison Ford. Yet we could all buy that. That was uh, Indiana Jones at oh, age yeah. 14, you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just like that guy in the latest Indiana Jones didn't look anything like Indiana Jones, but I was like, that's, that's probably him. Yeah. He looked like that 90-year-old version of him. <laughs> No, that's cool. Yeah, it's, well, it's a fine movie. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, then uh, when that movie was over, I uh, snuck into another theater <laughs> and watched an entirely different movie. <laughs> and you moved the paintings around on the wall there? <laughs> if I could have, I would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was heading down that, that sort of terrible criminal path. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, I, I this was uh, entirely premeditated. Mm -hmm. I was going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, decided, uh, why the fuck not? Uh, and then it made matters even easier when both of the movies I planned on seeing were right next to each other. Uh, and they both happened to, you know, play at the exact same times. Uh, so it was super easy to do. Uh, I did run into a slight snag. Oh. Uh, stupid ushers. Uh, they got a job to do. Uh, and instead they sat outside the, uh, the theater and just talked about retarded bullshit for an hour. It wasn't an hour, but it felt like it's... It was about 15 minutes. Right. And I worked at a movie theater. I was a supervisor. We had a saying. You got time to lead. You got time to clean. I've heard that saying. Yeah. You guys must have. We got that, you got that out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they should have been cleaning the fucking theaters and getting back to, you know, jerking off in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerking each other off. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Possibly. Probably like monkeys would jerk each other off, probably. Right. That's what More I More of an animal. Yeah, yeah. And smear poo all over each right. other. Right. Because that's how dumb that works. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, I did finally get into the theater. Uh, saw Seven Psychopaths. The uh, Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell, Christopher Walken, Woody Harrelson movie. Not based on the book we read? Not based on uh, the, the comic that was in an episode of Gotta Trash. I thought it was, but anyway. <clears throat> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, the first time I ever saw that that movie was coming out, that's what I thought it would well, be. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty odd... Title. A couple yeah. in of words, yeah. Uh, nope, not not related whatsoever. Okay. Uh, but, uh, it's written and directed by a guy who uh, wrote a movie called In Bruges, which I really enjoyed. So I was excited to see it. The trailer looked good. Uh, <clears throat> the movie started, and uh, the plot of the movie is the plot of a movie that I would absolutely hate. Everything in the movie, actually, was something that really would have made me hate that movie. Um, yeah, I fucking loved it. 
That's cool. Better than Looper? Hmm? Better than Looper. Better than Looper. Yeah, yeah. Two completely different types of movies. But, right. uh, yes, I enjoyed it more than I did Looper. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'll probably see that one, too. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really want to talk about the plot of that one, because it kind of... It's all over the place, and also you probably are better off going in as clean as possible on it. Right. But I do recommend it. Is it fun? Like a funny Oh, movie? it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I like a lot of the fellas in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And then uh, when my criminal ways were done, I uh, came home. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, like, uh, you know, knock over a liquor store on the way back or anything? Oh, I did do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's just typical Saturday. Right. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> prepare for, for John that. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see, like, you mentioned Brazilis, Bolio, the Cooper. I, I did see a trailer for Die Hard 5 today. I have not watched that. I don't watch trailers unless I'm in a movie theater. Mm. That's cool. It's all about the trailers. Mm. Something I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> One I did remember after you left, because uh, I was trying to tell you of all the movies that I saw trailers for. Uh, the one called Hitchcock. Hmm. It is a biopic about him trying to get Psycho made. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Anybody in that? Uh, Anthony Hopkins, Helen Mirren, and Scarlett Johansson. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I will watch that movie. Yeah. That's cool. Was it black and white? No. Nope. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. That's cool. It's been uh, playing with comics for the past couple of days and getting dust all over my hands and some cheers. Well, that sounds pretty nice, hey. honestly. Yeah, comics and cheers. Yeah. I, I can't wait to go through my comics and sort them and sell them. Like, like watching you get rid of all those is like, it's invigorating because I want to downsize <laughs> mine. I could probably do well to, to get rid of a lot more, but uh, couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah. I do, it does kind of reinvigorate me to want to uh, organize more. Right. Like, so now I'm looking into trying to get some like, drawer boxes and uh, like setting up the wall behind you there, like, like with uh, like, you know, drawer boxes. That'd be and, awesome. Yeah. And expensive. Yeah, they are. Like, you can get, I think, a set of five for like 50 bucks. It's too bad, I guess. Long box costs uh, seven bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's something that'll be slow, but uh, definitely, like, I've been finding stuff and like, oh yeah, I know where, like, a big chunk of this is, and, <laughs> right. you know, I should move this over with those, and, yeah. That's what I did back in, I think it was, like, <clears throat> January, I sorted my whole collection, and that was, yeah. it was fun, like, once it was done, like, I still, like, unfortunately, since then, I've got, like, a couple stacks that no, yeah. I haven't filed away, but I've, I've tried, like, you know, for a while I was being really good. Right. But, but in, like, the last couple months I've got a few stacks. I'm like, oh, I'll just get to that later. Well, for me, like, my problem is that, like, you know, there, there's very little organization as is. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've got piles of stuff everywhere. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, like, in, in this one pile I've got, like, the Manhunter series. And in this other pile I've got, like, you know, another chunk of the Manhunter series. I'm going to remember to put those together. Right. Uh, but then here I've also got my to-read pile, uh, along with my four other to-read piles. Right. 
of all the new stuff that I've gotten in like the past six months. How do we get that much stuff in our two read piles? <clears throat> because uh, we only read books for gutter trash. <laughs> Pretty much. I read, a, I read a book this week called The Voyeurs by Gabriel Bell that I thought was awesome, but I think you would probably hate it. So, <laughs> and like, and I just don't have the strength to defend on this one. Like, right, like right. I mean, like, I'm not saying like I couldn't like say what I like about it. Right. But I mean, like, I just feel like it's not a book that would be I'm meant for you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I love and I loved it. So I, I don't I don't want to, I don't want to do an episode on that one. But yeah, that was really good. So I recommend that if you're looking for a good auto bio book. There you go. It's much better than the one I do. Yeah. Oh, what is it? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Even Garfield minus Garfield and John <laughs> would be better than what I did. I, uh, I haven't read anything other than Hawking. This whole week? Wow. This whole week, yes. Huh. Alright. Uh, you got a movie for us to watch next time? I've got, I've got a movie. Yeah? Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix or not, because I tried to look and... It won't show me. Oh, okay. It, like it goes to, <clears throat> it goes to this like because I always like you know search if I if it's a movie that I've never really you know it's not like something that they're supposed to you know right. like, well maybe they don't have it. and uh and I tried to go to their site and it won't let me without signing on for like some sort of trial okay. like, where usually it used to let me like, hmm. when I just go to the site. But anyway, but I mean it was like I guess it was well received so I'm thinking they'll have it. It's called. Uh, how I Ended This Summer. Never heard of it. It came out last year. Um, so hopefully we can watch it if Netflix out. Alright. And if not, we'll just watch the bait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm really hoping Netflix doesn't have it. You're not going to veto it. No, I'm not going to veto it. But we will definitely check to see that that is there, and that will be uh, the movie we will watch if it is. And if not, the right? The raid sounds good as an alternative. Sweet. The raid sounds good as an alternative to everything. <laughs> uh, the, I guess, spoiler, if we weren't watching the raid, I love that movie. I know. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I want to I see something that is uh, that awesome. Right. Sounds good, then. Cool. Uh, how I ended the summer. This summer. This summer. Yeah. All right, then. Sounds like it'd be a movie I would hate. It, it's about. Would you want to give me like a the plot? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about uh, two Russian meteorologists who get trapped in uh, like some sort of Arctic place for a, an entire summer, and just those two by themselves. All right. Well, sounds better than what I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah. So, all right, then. There then. Well, we'll uh, see you next week then. So we'll see you anything else. Um, um, yeah, no. I'm yeah. going to uh, go do my thing. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go do my thing. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>